Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. To some, WWE's new generation era stands as one of the worst periods in company history. But if you take a step back, the new generation was absolutely phenomenal. Was business as crazy as the Attitude Era or rock and wrestling days? Of course not. But that's not to say that this vibrant neon time was not a genuine bright spot with plenty of positives to it. I'm Andrew from What Culture Wrestling, and here's 10 reasons why WWE's worst era is secretly its best era. Number 10. Stepping out of the shadow of Hulkamania. Throughout the rock and wrestling boom period of the 80s, the top of the card forever had one permanent fixture, Hulk Hogan. Once Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik in January 1984 to win his first world championship, the Hulkster remained the guy across the rest of the decade and into the 90s. Of the 2,169 days which separated that first title win and the end of the decade, Hulk was in possession of the world championship for 1,748 of them. Not even the biggest of Hogan detractors say that Hulk wasn't a truly monumental draw. The thing is, by the start of the 90s, some had started to become a little tired of the formulaic shtick of taking vitamins, saying prayers, training hard, and Hogan must pose. Granted, the steroid scandal of 1991 somewhat forced Vince McMahon's hand from a PR standpoint, but October 92 saw Vince start to step away from Hulkamania as the be-all, end-all, as shown by the WF catching everyone off guard by having Bret Hart win the world title from Ric Flair at a Saskatoon house show. It would take until the summer of 93 for WWF to completely move away from Hulkamania, but at least the promotion was finally exploring a brave new world. Number 9. A rotating main event picture. Previously, if Hulk Hogan wasn't the WWF champion, he was either getting set to challenge for that title, was hogging the spotlight of the world champion, case in point Randy Savage at WrestleMania 4, or was on a company hiatus to film BS such as Mr. Nanny or Thunder in Paradise. Once Hogan was out of the way, the new generation ushered in an era where the world title picture was a rotating one. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Diesel, Yokozuna, Cycle Sid, and briefly Bob Backlund all had runs as WWF champion during this time. In addition to that, stars such as Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, Razor Ramon, Lex Luger, Hakushi, Mabel, Vader, Mankind, and a rising Stone Cold Steve Austin all got chances in the main event scene. Compared to the previous era, the new generation was refreshing in how it shared its top-level spotlight around a far wider net of talents. Number 8. Workhorses at the Top The rock and wrestling era 
it had singles acts like Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, and Ravishing Rick Rude, who absolutely busted their asses whenever the opportunity arose. The problem was, Savage, Steamboat, and Rude were the anomalies in a land dominated by plodding giants. Yes, the original steroid scandal forced Vince McMahon's hand, but running with Bret Hart as world champion represented the changing of the guard. Regardless of who the hitman was in the ring with, he would always get the very best out of that opponent. And much like Bret, Shawn Michaels was another who could put on a clinic with the proverbial broom, and the heartbreak kid was someone else who Vince McMahon could rely on to usher in what the new generation was really all about. Of course, it wasn't just Hart and Michaels' mind, for even the main event giants of the time could legitimately go. The Undertaker was afforded a chance to shed his glacial pace. Yokozuna's athleticism and agility amazingly belied his hulking frame, and a motivated Kevin Nash could absolutely deliver a stellar contest in the right setting. Elsewhere, the new generation had plenty of others who could go, such as Owen, The Bulldog, Razor, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, The 123K, Jeff Jarrett, Goldust, Marty Jannetty, yes, really, Flash Funk, Matt Bourne's Doink, Hakushi, Mankind, Steve Austin, Mark Mero, and a fledgling Rocky Maivia. Number 7. Introducing the King of the Ring as a pay-per-view The new generation didn't introduce the concept of the King of the Ring, but it did present the King of the Ring tournament as a pay-per-view attraction, a major deal, and something that could be a launching point to the main event scene. Having been a non-televised single night competition between 1986 and 1991, the King of the Ring was brought back in 93 as its own pay-per-view. Of course, it was Bret Hart who emerged victorious on that night, putting on an all-time of a performance in vastly different matches against Razor Ramon, Mr. Perfect, and Bam Bam Bigelow. Having been shunted out of the world title picture by Hulk Hogan at the close of WrestleMania 9, King of the Ring was designed to give Bret a consolation prize of sorts. Truth be told, that King of the Ring win did nothing to elevate a Bret Hart who was already a top star, but subsequent new generation editions of the tournament would be used to springboard Owen Hart, Mabel, Steve Austin and Hunter Hearst Helmsley up the card. Number 6. The Evolution of the Pro Wrestling Video Game As the new generation came along, it brought with it WWF Royal Rumble, WWF Raw and WWF WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game for Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis, or Sega Mega Drive for those of us in the UK. These games not only included expanded rosters, but Royal Rumble and Raw introduced actual varied movesets, signature moves, more vibrant character designs, and had far smoother gameplay than anything seen before. Later on, 1997 even saw the development of WWF Warzone for the PlayStation and N64, with that being a nice time capsule of the new generation developing into the Attitude Era, as highlighted by Steve Austin on the cover, but also the inclusion of acts like the Heart Foundation. Clearly, there have been better wrestling games in the years since the new generation, but this corner of the gaming industry came on leaps and bounds during this period. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Number five, the launching of Monday Night Raw. First airing on the 11th of January 1993, Raw began life as a one-hour live broadcast that was vastly different to the likes of Wrestling Challenge, Superstars, Primetime Wrestling, and even the offloaded Saturday night's main event. Rather than the meticulously recorded offering that had been put together in an editing studio, Raw had a unique energy to it thanks to its live setting, with the action playing out as it happened in real time. The Manhattan Center also provided a welcome, intimate, usually rabid setting for those early Raws too, with that venue nowadays cemented as a huge favourite of many a wrestling fan. In a pre-internet age, even when pre-taped, Raw had an element of what will happen this week to it that shows of yesteryear rarely captured. And here we are, 30 years later, and Raw is an utter behemoth in terms of what it's done for the WWE and for pro wrestling TV, period. If only it wasn't three hours though these days, that'd be nice. Number four, Brett Hart. For anyone who even remotely knows myself, did you really think there would be a piece on the new generation and there not be an entire entry dedicated to Bret Hart? As if. There was, of course, far more to the new generation than the Hitman, but that era itself perfectly lines up with Hart's ascension from tag team standout to singles superstar. For those who suggest WrestleMania 8 as being the baby steps of the new generation, it's the Hitman's victory over the legendary Rowdy Roddy Piper there that's responsible for that. Having not been pinned for years, Piper letting Hart get a clean 1-2-3 over him at that 1992 showcase of the immortals it was huge not only for brett's rise up the card but also for cementing bret hart as the standard bearer for the next generation of stars who were starting to emerge grabbing the torch with both hands the excellence of execution would be the backbone of the new generation putting on good to classic matches with such a wide variety of opponents from Shawn michaels to owen hart to david boy smith to mr perfect to the undertaker to diesel to yokozuna to razor ramon to bam bam bigelow to the one two three kid to hakushi to jean-pierre lafitte and even to the likes of Fatu and Doink the Clown. This era also, of course, saw Bret Hart eventually reform the Hart Foundation as a faction, which in itself resulted in absolute pro wrestling gold as the new generation teetered on the cusp of rolling into the Attitude Era. Number three, sowing the seeds for the stars of the Attitude Era. There was no master plan in place when Hulk Hogan left, when the Ultimate Warrior left and returned and left again, or when Randy Savage was forced into a commentary gig before departing the company. The only master plan for WWE back then was to rehash the formula of yesteryear, as seen by poor Lex Luger being turned into Hulk Hogan 2.0. Just, you know, without the charisma, the crowd reactions, the merchandise numbers, or the drawing power of Hulk. Sorry, Lex. What the new generation did, though, that was different, was it crafted stars who would be ready to take over at the top of the mountain once those new generation mainstays began to wind down. Think of the Bret Hart and Steve Austin battle at WrestleMania 13, not to mention their other excellent matches across 1996. Those helped to take Stone Cold to an entirely new level and he'd be world champion just one year after that mania 
match. Likewise, the work between The Undertaker and Mankind in 1996, that positioned Mick Foley as a genuine player. Then there's Triple H, whose time worker was Shawn Michaels in Degeneration X, prepared him to become one of the next top guys. And mid-card rivalries with both Helmsley and Austin saw The Rock seize the opportunity to mark himself out as a big-time player. The new generation era featured top talent and management who were fully aware and keen to make sure that the stars of tomorrow were being lined up. Number 2. Fleshing Out The Undertaker Upon landing in the WWF at the 1990 Survivor Series, The Undertaker was a monotone zombie who barely said more than his rest in peace catchphrase. In ring, Taker worked a laborious, plodding pace, centered around extremely bland chokeholds and strikes. Thankfully, the new generation saw several notable changes in The Undertaker. Visually, the corny undead makeup was minimalized, the curly mullet had grown into a straighter, longer hairstyle, and his attire would be changed up as the years went by. More importantly, the now babyface Undertaker was afforded the opportunity to move at a more flowing pace and showcase a wider variety of moves. Added to that, workhorses like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were the perfect foil for Taker. Plus, rivalries with Hart, Michaels, Diesel and Mankind allowed for more character to shine through from The Undertaker as part of genuinely engaging, layered storylines. Number 1. Yes, it was all a bit daft. Yes, the new generation was incredibly daft at times, but hey, sometimes a dollop of silly can be just what a wrestling show needs. Sure, it's fair to say there were times when such silly was a little too prevalent across the WF product back then, but such daftness has always been featured throughout the decades and can even be seen to this very day. When Hulkamania was running wild, movie character Zeus became a real-life opponent for Hogan as a Georgia parole officer made waves lower down the card. And while Steve Austin was stomping mud holes, the Godfather was showcasing how pimping ain't easy as Val Venus had his pee-pee chopped off. And while a young Brock Lesnar was dominating everyone, Perry Saturn was chatting to a mob as Shane Helms pretended to be a superhero. Even in AEW, while the uber-serious, uber-violent John Moxley was reigning as AEW World Champion, Danhausen, love that Danhausen, was cursing fools and collecting teeth as Kip Sabian sat in the front row with a cardboard box on his head. The point being, pro wrestling is a variety show, usually designed to appeal to a wide audience. Yes, the new generation had the likes of Trashman Duke Drossy, the hockey-crazed goon, nuclear explosion survivor Adam Bomb, and of course the evil dentist Isaac Yankin. But those unequivocally goofy acts were largely kept away from the main event scene. Because those gimmicks were so goofy, it's become easy for some to lazily label the whole new generation as being goofy. In reality, these acts were merely small side orders in a world where the main courses were the likes of Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and The Undertaker. So, that was 10 reasons why WWE's worst era is secretly its best era. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, turn those notification bells on, and come and give us a follow on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. While you're there, you can find myself at CultureLeftPeg, but most importantly, just be sure to have the best possible day. Whether you're doing something or whether you're doing absolutely nothing, I hope it goes well for you. And if things aren't going so well, I hope they turn around as soon as possible. I've been Andrew Pollard from What Culture Wrestling, and I'll catch you down the road. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 